88.5 triple R. You can find out more on my Instagram at Quiet Fire Radio. Welcome back to Quiet Fire, the show where we celebrate female vocalists, classic and modern Australian and international, someone from the glorious, or at least at the time being, Southern Highlands of Sydney. I've got <laughs> Melissa, who uh, from Moody Beach. How are you today? I'm good, Jeremy. How are you? I'm so good. It's um it's a lovely day despite the lockdowns here. Now uh Plastic Love came out August. It's your third single this year and this one seems to have struck a chord a little bit. You know, the other two singles were beautiful and they in, and they did really well, but this one seems to be the one. What do, what why is that? What is this song about and um why is it sort of hit the chord? I'm glad it's pumping. I guess it's just it's the energy, right? Like I, I worked with this EP on Kim Moyers. It's coming out on the 13th of October. And we knew, I think back in January when we were recording that this was probably the most kind of radio friendly one. And we just kind of went for it, put on, you know, heaps of guitars and just had heaps of fun with it. So I think everyone's kind of feeling the energy of it. And um it's certainly something that uh, I've wanted to get across, especially during lockdown, like I'm just missing playing so much. So it's good to know that this track is bringing what live shows can't at the moment. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think you're right. The uh, Plastic Love as well. I mean, for some reason, uh, there just seems to be a lot of songs in and around this love space that have been released during lockdown. What do you think it is that the last two years have done to the way we're analyzing human interaction between one another that have led to people writing more, you know, I mean, to call them love songs is not always accurate, but they're, they're in that sphere or within that, um, within that vein. Mm. Yeah. Like I think it's probably the time to reflect. Do you know what I mean? Um, certainly for me, lockdown has given me a lot of time to just look back on things and plastic love is about, all different kinds of love that I've had. It's not just about one kind of love um, and how there are some that work for us and some that don't work for us. So I think it's just the time to reflect on things. <laughs> now, if we want to go a little bit further back, I just want a little bit more of a background on Moody Beach. For starters, just for clarity, the Moody Beach project is just you. It's a solo project. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, I've written all the songs and done all the recordings, yep. But I have an awesome live band who helped me convey the music in a live setting, so I'm really lucky. I'm going to ask you about the live band in a moment, but if we go back as well, uh, the first release back in 2017, Vanilla, I mean, it must have been a huge thrill that that got some airplay with uh, Henry Rollins. I mean, that's that's sort of a grail thing. I don't know if Grail's the right <laughs> word, but, you know, if you're into punk music, even peripherally, getting on that radio show is a huge thrill. Yeah, um, yeah I was so Tell me about stoked. that experience. Oh, I mean, I was absolutely chuffed. I suppose when you make music, you're not really sure how it's going to be received and you certainly don't expect someone of that kind of calibre to be giving you a shout-out, so... I mean, pleasant surprise is an understatement. Like I was just absolutely 
stoked and I guess it was just uh, really good to to kind of feel as though I was doing something right <laughs> if someone like Henry Rollins was saying it was a, a great track. The project feels, I don't know if consistency is the right word, but it feels a little bit like it's sort of been stop-start since 2017. Is that accurate? And what what's the journey that you've been on where I think there's only really been one EP released in that duration of time until now, right? There's been two. two. Yeah. So there's, this is the third one that's coming out. It hasn't been stop start. I mean, I have always been working on music and I play in like lots of other bands as well. The Melodrones is one of them. And I've, I've been on a few tracks by the guys from FPOS. Music is always there for me, but I've always worked a nine to five job to kind of be able to fund my musical endeavors um, without, you know, being in crazy debt and, and not, I guess, in an effort to not become bitter about spending heaps of money on music. I've kind of used my nine to five job to pay for everything that I've done. So I've always been working on it. Yeah, I don't know where I'd be without it, to be honest, but I've, I've written a comic about what it's like being a musician and working in a nine to five job, particularly as a female, because it's certainly been very interesting, um, especially fronting a band like Moody Beach, which is so much about being body comfortable. Like I've worn bikinis on stage and things like that. And it's certainly, I've, I've been faced with challenges <laughs> in the workplace um, because I'm a body comfortable kind of female front person. So I'm looking forward to, um, getting that comic released as well. So I'm releasing that with this EP at the same time. That seems a little bit of a, once again, someone seems, uh, that seems a bit of a teaser. Tell tell me about this comic. I mean, that sounds super exciting. (laughs) I love this idea. Uh, Obviously the aesthetic of the Moody Beach project is very, very strong. Is it in that vein or or something else? Um, And I guess, you know, is this another of your talents which hasn't been on show so far? Oh, I'm glad you think the aesthetic's strong. I guess what makes it so is that it all comes from me. And so this comic is just an extension of that. It's, I guess, a way to deliver the messaging from this EP um, in a more explicit or obvious way. So the EP is coming out on the 13th of October. It's called Assembly of the Wild. It's essentially a nod to the Sydney arts community when I moved here. I was really fortunate to be kind of accepted with open arms and encouraged to be myself on stage, which was so refreshing. You know, as a first time kind of front woman, I'd I'd never done it before. So I was really lucky and really grateful for that. But at the same time, I guess working nine to five kind of corporate jobs, conservative environments, um, I just didn't experience that in the same way. And I just thought it was really unfortunate. And I thought, as a, a woman, I, I want to be able to do both. I actually love working my nine to five job, um, but I guess I just felt a little bit restricted by, I don't know, just the, the, the way women are kind of limited or that just in my experience to kind of choose between working nine to five and kind of being a conservative person and then trying to be, a musician and be wild on stage and have heaps of fun. Like the two worlds haven't really gelled for me. So this is a way to just kind of call it out, not in a um, whingy or aggressive kind of way. It's more just an education piece to let people know that this is something that I've experienced so that 
other women don't experience it and other women feel as though they can do both because I think, yeah, we should be able to. It's interesting. The the first track off the EP, which I obviously haven't heard yet, is called Surprised and Delighted. That's Yeah, and I was trying to work out <laughs> yeah. exactly what that was about, but I feel like you might have given us some sort of insight. Is it is, is that accurate or am I guessing that? Surprised and Delighted is actually a bit of a pun. Yeah, Kim, Kim Moyers from the presets who I recorded this EP with and I were in the studio and I was just chatting to him about how I used to be a flight attendant a long time ago. And Surprise and Delight is something that you would give a passenger, I guess, to provide them with a memorable experience. Like it might be a bit of a gift or something. And for me, Surprise and Delight is a track. I'm, I'm not sure if you've heard it yet, Jeremy, but it's no, actually kind of... Okay, cool. So it's a spoken word over uh, music. So it's not necessarily a song, but it's kind of like a welcome to the EP and it's kind of like a welcome to our world. Like the whole EP is kind of centred around, like I said, providing a nod to the arts community and just saying, welcome, this is our world. You can be whatever you want to be. So that's what Surprise and Delight covers. I'm I'm really excited to release that because it's kind of meditative underground dance vibe which is definitely something i've never done before so uh one of the other dreaded questions that i mean i guess i touch on in this <laughs> era but um you know we are living through this global pandemic if a lot of other groups that i've spoken to have put together you know eps or albums in the last two years have gone a little bit more experimental because they weren't forced to road test the songs live mm. Did you find that, you know, maybe some of the differences in this record were that you you didn't have to test them live before they were recorded and, and now the process of taking these songs on the road might be a little more daunting than they otherwise mm. would have needed to be? It's a good question. To be honest, and this could be something that I've done um, really wrong or really right, I don't know. I've never really tested songs live before I've recorded them. So it's always, um, music has always been for me a way to escape the mundanity, like working, uh, you know, a job. It's always been like a release for me. So I've always kind of just done what felt right to me in my gut. I haven't really tested them live per se so yeah i guess taking this ep on the road could be very interesting at the start of next year (laughs) maybe we'll um yeah we'll just have to see how we go i suppose if it's a flop i'm sure i've got some tricks in my bag that i can pull out (laughs) tell me about the live band i think you wanted to touch on that earlier but i I directed us away um you were saying how proud and excited you are of the live band um who is in the band and is it you know is it the same band that you've used for a long time Moody Beach has been an interesting one because I've had lots of different band members and there's not been um, anything that's ever kind of gone wrong. There's never been any animosity. It's just I've been really realistic in that lots of my band members play in lots of other bands too. And so if, you know, one of my band members plays in a band that gets an amazing tour, of course I'm going to say go on that tour. But it means that I've got other band members who kind of come in from all over the place um so at the moment um I have Max on bass and guitar Xavier on drums Geordie on saxophone and Kale on guitar and they all have their own projects like the guys are in a band called Onomota Kale does um his own music as well Geordie has 
was kind of came into the band as a saxophonist and now plays keys and things like that. So we're a bit of a motley crew, um, but I love them all heaps and I just can't wait to be playing again, to be honest. Now, you've spoken a lot about the influence of your uh, femininity, I guess is the term, on, on the music itself, but you've got a live band that's all men. What, you know, when you're going into the studio, I guess, is it a similar experience? How do you kind of justify that? Is dichotomy the right word? I don't know. that. Do you mean recording with them? or? Yeah. Are you recording with them as well? I've, I've recorded the last EPs on my own. So it's usually just myself and the producer. But, you know, when we get together and, and rehearse the songs or we go out, we've, we've written songs together as well that I'm really hoping to release in the future and, and things like that. I don't know. I'm just the, I'm the moody mama, you know. I'm the moody beach mama and the, and the guys respect that and they take my songs with open arms and they add their spin on it, which is awesome. Um, and then Kale, who's also a producer, we call him the moody daddy. So he's <laughs> he works if we need to like fine tune stems and, and want to bring them into the live show and stuff. He owns it. But everyone kind of plays their part in a different way. But I guess, I don't know, we've discussed it a lot. I think it really helps having one person who kind of has a really clear idea of where they want to go, you know, with the live show and things like that because um, – Otherwise, you could just get caught up discussing all the possibilities all the time and it gets a bit overwhelming. Like, we're all just there to play music and have fun. So, yeah, I'm just dying to get back on stage. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. And we're dying. I mean, as an audience member, I'm dying to get back out there and see that stuff again. I mean, especially with groups like yours. Look, forgive me if I'm wrong in this analysis, but some groups have an easy time converting to the uh, post-pandemic world of, you know, acoustic sit-down shows. Moody Beach, not oh. so much one of those acts. No, it's just, it's not going to happen. Like, I, I'm just starting actually to play a bit more acoustic on my own, but no, live show-wise, the last show we played, oh, my God, it was called Glider Festival and it was raising funds for Beyond Blue and the crowd was amazing it was at the factory in Marrickville and we got to play the songs from this EP live and it just felt so good like I just yeah I I can't imagine not playing with heaps of guitars and and really loud and I've got like these new little ear molds created for my ear so that I could turn my guitar up and as loud as I want so I just can't wait to put them to use and, and be playing again. So the, the, the EP is coming up. I, I've got written down the 9th of October. You just said the 13th. I guess the dates oh, are Oh, right. maybe but, I'm wrong. Who knows? It, whatever's, whatever's the Friday, I suppose. That's the thing, isn't it? It's the second week <laughs> of October, nonetheless. And um, I'll be sure to uh, do some sort of preview or whatever. We'll pick one of those songs and give it a spin that week, no doubt. But no doubt the EP is definitely called Assembly of the wild i'm so excited to hear it as a finishing tidbit if we you know if you were to go back and re-listen to that first ep sorry the first ep is called movie page if we went back and listened to that one what do you think is the key in this new ep that you want to pat yourself on the back what is it that you've developed as an artist between then and now my guitar playing for sure. I got in the studio and I said to Kim Moyers, I'm not sure if I want to play guitar on this. He was like, why? And I was like, well, I'm not really that good. And he was like, 
no, you can do it. You've written these songs. You could do it. And I was like, okay. So I backed myself and now Kim sends me pictures of all this guitar porn and I want to buy more guitars. I've, I've become this guitar maniac. <laughs> so it's definitely my guitar. <laughs> Melissa, that's so good. I absolutely can't wait. The, uh, the EP is coming out, as I said, shortly. If I was listening and wanted to find out more about the EP or um, any of the Moody Beach stuff where would i go to come to my instagram that's where it's at and there's all the links that you need from there or you could go to imamoodybeach.com that will have all my tour dates and you can subscribe to my patreon if you so wish awesome thank you so much melissa to take us out today we're going to give plastic love a spin would you like to give me a short intro to that song first please Sure, I'm Moody Beach and you're about to listen to Plastic Love on 2 Triple R. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time.